Sometimes I think I overthink And I start to feel anxiety There were times I couldn't even breathe But you never once have been in me Well, what is happening, folks? What is going on? What is doing? What is shaking? Hello. Good to see you. Good to be with you. Um, going to do a quick show tonight. I really don't have this planned out at all. I mean, I kind of do, a little bit. I've got a little bit of a plan, and I've got a little bit of a, a story in my head that uh, I'm going to try and recreate for you. It's been... 11 years since I've told this story, since I've remembered this story. But, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine bring it up to me and said, why don't you tell the story of the time that you almost died in, uh, in Anchorage, Alaska? <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we're going to do today, guys. Um, I'm going to try and get my, my handkerchief out of my pocket here. Whew. This fucking... Oh, man, this trailer was hot when I got in this bitch today. And uh, had the, the AC on for a little bit. God damn it. Why does this fucking phone always lag a little bit? I don't understand. I feel like I've got a piece of hair or something that I keep seeing up the side of my eye. Um, but yeah, I don't know why this phone keeps lagging. You know, I've got all the latest updates. I've got the latest Switcher app. I've got, um, you know, I'm connected, of course, through, uh, I can't get my Wi-Fi out here from my parents' house out here where I am in the driveway. It's just, it's too far away from the router. So I have, um, I'm hooked up to my uh, personal hotspot, I guess, through AT&T. But I figured I didn't have any beer today in uh, the travel trailer. So I figured, you know, what we're going to do today is we're going to, we're going to make a little old-fashioned, I think. So I don't have any orange peel at the moment. But I do have some of these fucking Luxador, Luxardo, Luxardo? How the fuck do you say that goddamn name? What's the name right here? What's this name? What's this name right here? Luxardo? Luxardo. 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 <laughs> Who the fuck knows what the goddamn name of that is? But that's what we're putting in here. I'm going to put, uh, put two of these guys in here and put a little bit of the syrup in there. To start with, oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot my sugar. So hold on, let me grab my sugar cubes up here. You know, a lot of your bars will use simple syrup. They've already already got that pre-made, and it's easy just to kind of squirt that shit out into into the uh, into the glass. I use a sugar cube, so that's what we're using right here. We'll drop that in there. Uh, some people use just regular bitters. I'm going to use some orange bitters. I don't know if you can see this right here. Let's see if we can put that in the in the frame for you. These are the bitters that I'm going to use. So I'll put just uh, about 
one, two, three little jiggers of that in there. Is that what they call it? A jigger? I don't know what the fuck they call it. Um, God damn it, I forgot everything over here. You're supposed to put a little splash of water in here. So I'll just put a little splash of water from the from the sink. Ugh, we're going to muddle this up. The uh, sugar and the cherries and that little bit of water. We'll get that stirred up right there. I'm going to put... couple ounces of some Maker's Mark in here. So we got one and a half right there. And then we'll put another half or so for good measure right there. I thought I had everything out, but I do not have everything out at all. So we're going to take... Uh, Take this spoon and just kind of blend all that together. And I forgot to grab my ice cube, so we're going to do that real quick. And a little bit of an ice cube. Oh, I don't even have this thing going here, so we'll drop that down in there. And I think we're golden, guys, really. Just like Colorado, right? Cheers. Got an old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. What do we have up front there, guys? We had Unstable by Justin Bieber off of his new album that just dropped. Uh, I don't know when the fuck it just dropped. Soon ish. I mean, it was like maybe in the last week or so, I guess, right? So we got that. I don't even know what I'm doing, guys. I was supposed to try and get all this shit together and um, get everything ready for you guys, but I got it uh, ready for the most part. Let's do some of this stuff here. Let's throw some of these things up here. What are you guys drinking tonight? I'm drinking an old fashioned with uh, Maker's Mark. Yeah, tastes pretty damn good, really. I just got back from the Swig and Swine. I met uh, Miss Deb Deb up there and Paul Pietrofesso of the Paul Stone Project. So they uh, met me up there for Wing Wednesday. Wing Wednesday. <laughs> it's, uh, it's half price wings. At the Swig every Wednesday evening, all day really, not in the evening. So went up there and got some wings, uh, ate some wings there in-house, and I brought some back uh, for my parents actually here at the house. So hopefully my dad's going to enjoy a few of them. I mean, these wings are twice the size of the shit that he's getting from Costco or Walmart or wherever he gets his bag of wings from and uh, heats them up in the microwave or whatever. So hopefully he's going to have a better time with the, the ones that I brought him than the stuff that he normally has. Got a little bite to it, if I'm being honest with you. I'm always honest on the show, right? 
So what are we doing today, guys? Well, I'm doing a little something different. Um, like I said at the top of the show, I had a friend of mine that I used to be stationed there with in Anchorage, Alaska, uh, Timothy, Tim, my boy Tim. I'm not going to give you his last name. I don't need you fucking stalking Tim and, uh, and, and causing problems for Tim over there out in uh, Colorado is where he is right now. Colorado, Colorado. How do you say that? How do you say that fucking word, huh? Nevada, Nevada, Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. There's probably like five fucking ways you can say Colorado, right? Who knows how it's said besides locals? And is that even the way it's said? Really? Could be said any number of ways. Um, I guess I could take this off. I have my blood drawn today for my phlebotomy that's coming up on Friday. To see if I need my phlebotomy, which I'm sure I probably will. So we'll take that off. That's been on for a while. I don't think I'm bleeding anymore. So, excuse me, we'll get rid of that. Um, but yeah, my buddy, I was, uh, we, we were kind of reminiscing about a story that I told him. Matter of fact, what, the way the story came about is as I was um, embarking on this adventure that I was, <laughs> that I was on, I was texting uh, Tim at the same time. So every step of the way, I would text him a little snippet of, of what I was seeing or what I was going through or what was going through my head at the time. Um, and it kind of pieced together uh, a picture, you know, gave him a visual of what was going on in my life at the time. Uh, in, in, in this day in the life of Dales there in Anchorage when I was stationed up at Elmendorf Air Force Base in Alaska. <clears throat> so I pieced it together and gave him, you know, a snippet, a piece by piece um, uh, telling of the story. And then when I got back to the office over the next uh, couple of days or so, I pieced all these texts together and I put them into a Word document and I, and I told the story in a Word document emailed it to him or, or texted it to him or something. Neither one of us now have that story. It is now gone. It's somewhere out in the ether. I probably have it on a disc or a file or a, a thumb drive or a, a hard drive or something. Oh, sorry. God damn it. Hit that, hit that, uh, that thing. Let's put this right in the middle. Let's see what that does. This story has disappeared. So we were talking the other day on text and uh, he was like, man, remember that time you went to XYZ and you did this and you were texting me the whole time. And it was like, uh, you know, he said, I couldn't get enough of it. Every time you would text me, I wanted more of the story. I wanted to hear more of what was going on. And it just, it just engrossed me. And it, uh, it really had me drawn in to this whole thing. And then when I came back and put it into a word document, piece it all together and told it in one big story, it was even, it was even better. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it was better as a, as a, as a snippet, you know, a foreshadowing, um, you know, what's going to happen next type thing. So, so what I decided was, uh, why not just tell the story on air and see if I can bring any justice to it and see if I can, if I can pull you guys into the story as well. Back in, uh, 2010, I was going to do, I was going to do a pre-roll here too. I bought some new. Delta 8 pre-rolls. Um, let's see if I can pull one of those up. We're only 11 minutes in. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get some other stuff going here. So, I don't know, guys. You know, I want to... We're going to get to the story. Just calm down, guys. All right? Everybody calm down right now. 
before I before I get before I get angry. And you don't want to see me when I get angry. I need to get a lighter out of my little bin over here. We are going to and I brought Leia out because Leia hasn't been in the trailer in a while. She's been locked up in the house. Not locked up. She's had a friend of hers, Lucas uh, and Simon, my, my parents' dogs. So she has a good time with those guys. But, you know, I figured let's get her out in the trailer a little bit, man. She likes being out here. She enjoys it. And it's a little hot right now. I should open some of these windows, but I'm not going to. I'm going to just kind of go through it and uh, deal with it, you know. But I went to a place over where I normally eat some lunch or I have a drink or I, I go hang out with some people over there at the Dog and Duck. And there's a, a location over there, which I talked about last episode, Holy City Vapes, that has some of this new Delta 8 stuff and uh, the pre-rolls. I went over there today. They were out of them. The lady said she hadn't gotten her shipping in yet. So I went to this other place. And this shit's got like a resin on it, man. Look at this. What the fuck is going on over here? So this has like some kind of resin on it. Look at that. It's almost like, you know, the stick that uh, that Negan uh, uses in uh, The Walking Dead? That little baseball bat that he's got that has blood all over it. <laughs> and he's killing everybody with it. That's kind of what this uh, pre-roll looks like. So they dip, it in, they dip it in something. I'm sure it's some kind of probably a honey or, or something like that. I don't know, this pre-roll didn't even have listed on it, whether it was a hybrid or a sativa or um, indica, whatever. So I got no, no clue what I'm getting into here, but it's kind of cool that it's got a little bit of a stickiness to it. So we're going to get that pre-roll up and rolling, up and going, up and smoking, up and smoke. Great movie, by the way, uh, Cheech and Chong. We're going to drink some of this old-fashioned. We're going we're gonna to try to recreate this story. From Alaska. God, I feel like I feel like I'm not even cohesive right now, and I'm worried about this battery life on the microphones. Um, I think it might last just long enough for me to tell this story. So, what story are we talking about, guys? Well, let's go here. So, I went to, you know, back in in 2010, 2009, 2010, 2011. I was having a lot of issues with. Let's go back here for a second. I was having a lot of issues with my stomach. I was having a lot of issues in general, just with my head, my stomach, my stamina. You know, I was a big ultrathon, ultra marathoner, um, marathoner, triathloner, 10K, 5K, 10 mile, uh, half marathons, um, trail running, whatever the case may be. I did a 50 miler out there. I did all these kind of things out there in Alaska, and I felt like I was in pretty good shape. But around 2010 or so, damn, it's hot in here already. Turn this air off because it's just too much noise for the mic. But so I was in pretty good shape, and I felt I felt really good for a couple years there. And then all of a sudden, and this was you know prior or, or post deployment to Iraq in the burn pits and those type things. But I started feeling really bad. I started having a lot of tests done, uh, whether it was audiology, ophthalmology, uh, cardiology neurology, all the allergies that you can think of. I was having all these all these tests done. And I was having a lot of stomach issues. And I, I would go to the ER. I mean, I was having so much pain and discomfort in my in my GI tract, in my stomach, in my abdomen, 
that I would go to the ER, you know, occasionally. And, uh, you know, home treatments and stuff, you know, they were giving me Prilosec and they were, I was taking Tums, I was taking Roloids, I was taking all this stuff. I was doing apple cider vinegar. I was doing all these concoctions that, uh, you know, holistic uh, alternative medicine was telling me to do. I was uh, trying to change my diet up a little bit. I was, I would do, um, you know, homemade stuff, or not homemade stuff, but over-the-counter stuff as far as, uh, um, God, what's the, what's the fucking name I'm looking for? Um, X-Lax and those type things where it was uh, to purge your system, you know, to, to get rid of, what the hell is the name of that? <laughs> what the hell is the name of that when you do that? Um, I was using magne mag magnesium citrate, uh, my Lanta, anything you could think of. I was trying to purge, you know, and, and do a detox of my, of my stomach and kind of clear my colon out and those type things. I would even do the, uh, the homemade enemas where, you know, you had this giant squirt bottle and you'd fucking, you'd bend over, put your ass up in the air and you'd, you'd stick this thing in your, in your asshole and you'd squirt this fluid in there and uh, give yourself a, a homemade enema and you'd, you know, I squirt all this stuff out of your out of your lower colon area. None of it actually got up into you know the meat of your colon. And I guess you know in hindsight, looking back on it, was probably getting rid of a lot of good bacteria and stuff, uh, probably da damaging the, the the lining and, and getting rid of a lot of bacteria that was supposed to be in there by doing all this purging and uh, trying to make myself go to the bathroom, but. That's what that's what I thought I needed, you know, was to clean out my system. I always felt constipated. I was having all these pains and and uh, things going on in the stomach. So brings me up to, you know, when I looked up, I started looking up uh, colon cleanses, things like that in the Anchorage area. And one of the first things I came to was was this uh, particular one here, Karen's Karen's uh, self improvement center and healing alternatives. And of course, you know, the website has changed here. But this is uh, Anchorage's only one-stop self-improvement shop for men and women since 1976. Again, this was around 2010, if I remember. Uh, so, you know, you look at the website, right? It looks very professional. It looks very good. You know, this, this girl's here, you know, a spa-like atmosphere, uh, beautiful. You know, you got this uh, colon hydrotherapy, which is what I went for. Uh, the health of your intestinal tract affects your health, longevity, sense of well-being, energy, vitality, mentality, and much more. Uh, they specialize in complete internal cleansing and detox programs. Uh, the infrared body wrap, I don't think that was there. This electric uh, electrotherapy slimming, microabrasion, I'm not sure if all that stuff was there. Uh, here is Karen down here in the corner, if you can take a look. That's uh, Karen. Uh, we'll get to this, uh, you know, if you can kind of get this picture into your mind of this. God damn it, I can't uh, get this thing to, to move where I want it to. Anyway, this water right here, if you can kind of get a look at this water and maybe think about it uh, bubbling up and having uh, the same color in those bubble bubbles as they come up, that'll come into play here in the story here in a little bit. But So anyway, I looked up this. And I saw this website. It was very similar to this at the time. Not much has changed, I guess. Maybe a few services added, but uh, what it says here: I established Care and Self Improvement Center and Healing Alternatives in Anchorage, Alaska, in 1976, with my passion being to help people get to the source of their problems that they've never been able to find help for, including aging. With my experience and expertise in the fields, I've been working 
In since 1963, I've helped thousands of people reach new levels of wellness, health, wellness, youthfulness, beauty, vitality, and well-being. Mentality, uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, as well as physically, that they may not have reached in any other way. So anyway, I got this. I called the, the 907 number here, which is an Anchorage number, 3, uh, 3480300. And uh, I got Karen on the line. I said, hey, Karen, I'm having some, uh, some digestive problems. I'm having some digestive issues. Uh, I've tried everything under the sun. I'm not having any luck with, with quelling or, or getting rid you know, of any of these symptoms I'm having. I feel really bad. I'm always in a bad mood. I'm always, uh, you know, always have stomach pains. I always have things going on. And I'm looking for some help. And I, I saw that you guys uh, offer the, you know, the colon cleansing. And I think I would like to take part in that. You know, I, I've done some, some cleansing of my own, some purging of my own with some over-the-counter type stuff. But I think this might be an option for me. And I've heard good things that, that you know, it's good. So she says, yeah, we can get you in. Uh, we'll schedule you for an appointment. I think she scheduled me for late in the afternoon. <clears throat> it was uh, slightly before the sun went down. And said, uh, you know, just just come on in, bring your ID, whatever. We'll get you taken care of. Thank you, Karen. I, I look forward to it. We're going to get over there. So I get in the car uh, the day of my appointment. I, you know, I had a, a truck there, Nissan Frontier, 2001 Frontier that I, I rode around in Alaska with, four-wheel drive. My son now drives that car. It's been on the road since 2001. Still a fantastic car. I get in my vehicle, I drive down to uh, South Anchorage where Karen's um, <laughs> Health Improvement Center, Alternative Care uh, Center is. I throw it into my GPS, I'm driving down to South Anchorage. I get down there, I start driving through this neighborhood uh, that it takes me through. And I finally get up to where it says, you know, you're 300, 400, 500 yards from your destination. And I pull into this uh, cul-de-sac in this neighborhood and I'm in this cul-de-sac and I'm like, okay, well, it says I'm pretty much here. It's on my left as I'm, as I'm entering this cul-de-sac, but I don't really see a, a place of business or anything going on. And um, it, it basically shows that I have arrived at my destination and there's a house on the, on the left-hand side. I believe it was like a, a baby blue-ish kind of house, maybe, you know, sky blue uh, type paint on the house. I'm colorblind, so I'm not really sure, but if I'm remembering it correctly, it was that type of, uh, of paint, a, a bluish type hue to it. Uh, I remember the paint was not, uh, was not a good paint job. It was uh, flaking, you know, it was kind of uh, coming off. It was an older paint job, and the, the house was kind of debilitated, and, and uh, some of the wood was buckling, all these kind of types of things. Had a, a, a few cars in the driveway. I think there was four cars in the driveway, actually. The driveway was completely uh, filled, I pulled up Caddy Corner, you know, perpendicular to the driveway and a little bit past it and uh, parked on the curb there. And when I first pulled up and parked, I told myself, I said, look, man, if, if this is actually the place that you're going into, I think I think we might want to rethink this. And this doesn't look like a very uh, good place of business. It doesn't look like uh, a place of business at all, really. It looks kind of sketchy. So I almost actually if I remember correctly, I actually pulled out and I said, you know, screw this shit. So I pulled out, circled around and started exiting the cul-de-sac. And then I said, you know what? Screw it, Brian. You're here already. You know, she's got a website. <laughs> it's obviously a legit business. 
let's just go ahead and go in and see what's going on. And, uh, you know, we can always back out once we get in there. So I went ahead and circled back around. I parked back on the curb where I had originally parked. I start walking up to the front door and there's a sign that says, please do not use front door. Uh, you know, there's some steps going up to the front uh, entryway there to the door. Please use side, please use uh, the side entrance. So I go around to the side and there's a, you know, a very uh, kind of a loose stairwell that's going up to the side uh, door that comes in the side of the house on the second level. I start inching up the side uh, entrance and I immediately say, wait a minute, let me go back to my truck for a second. So in my truck, at the time, I did have a firearm there. I had a 357 uh, back at the house, but I didn't have it. I didn't carry it around in the car with me. So the only thing I had in my vehicle at the time, as far as uh, personal protection or defense, was uh, a small pocket knife from uh, West Vaco Paper Mill, actually here in Charleston, South Carolina. My dad had given me at one point. So I had that, uh, man, it's freaking hot in there. I had that little pocket knife. <clears throat> I went back to the car and grabbed that real quick. Came back to the stairwell, walked up the stairwell. It's still daylight at this time. It's maybe four o'clock in the afternoon or something. Uh, you know, uh, we'd, we'd passed the winter solstice already, December 21st, and we were getting more uh, daylight hours as we went along. I think maybe this was February, um, March time frame, maybe because uh, the daylight was was lingering on until four or five o'clock in the afternoon i get to the top of the stairwell i go in uh, the door creaks as i open i go in there's a little bell that goes off ding 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 you know that lets you know that uh that you have gotten into the uh lets karen know or whoever else is working there that somebody has entered the the room the house the business so i go in i close the door behind me there's a, a lady uh, i see the back of her head Silver hair, old lady sitting on a on a couch uh, to my left. All I see is the back of her head. I don't know what she's doing over here, but I hear somebody call out to me. Hey, welcome to Karen's uh, self-improvement. Just have a seat. I'll be with you in just a minute. And I, I can kind of vaguely see her behind a, a lacy uh, style curtain in another room across the way. I start gazing around. I start looking around. Um, the place smelled okay. I mean, there was some aromatics that, you know, were kind of purposely put in there for um, an ambiance or whatever. Not sure if I particularly agreed with the, the fragrance that was in there, but there was uh, a fragrance nonetheless. <laughs> I go in, I sit on this old fucking couch, and uh, I'm sitting now I'm sitting to the, uh, in front of this old lady that was sitting there in this chair that all I saw was the back of her head. So I'm sitting on this couch. I kind of, uh, I kind of sit down. I kind of soften and 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 sink into this couch. It's not the best couch. It's an old style couch. It's probably uh, it's got a floral pattern on it of some sort, probably from the from the 70s, 80s, easily um, clean enough. But it definitely has some uh, some pet dander and some pet hair going on it. Uh, on it, I, I sink down into this couch. I look over to my to my right and I look at this old lady sitting there. She just kind of gives me a glance and a little nod. She's sitting there, and that's where, <laughs> that's where this picture comes back into play. She is sitting there in this uh, bucket, um, this ionization. God damn it. How do you say that fucking word? Ionization. <laughs> that fucking word. You can see it right here on the screen, actually, if I, if I put that screen on there. So 
Uh, this is probably what her tank looked like to begin with. Uh, she has her feet down in there. You know, her ankles are swollen. <laughs> She's got some bruises going on on her lower leg. Um, at the time that I look over there and look at her, this is what the water looks like right here. Very dirty, very brown, brackish looking. Uh, bubbles just brimming out the top of this thing. And uh, she's just sitting there just relaxing in this stew of her own feet and her own toe jam <laughs> and whatever. So I look over the first thing. One of the first things I see is this, right? And then I'm sitting down and, uh, you know, she tells me there's a, uh, the, the voice from afar tells me there's a clipboard on the table to please go ahead and fill out this paperwork. So I pick up this paperwork off this coffee table that's sitting in front of this, uh, you know, 70s or 80s style couch. I pull up this clipboard, I start filling out some paperwork, and as I'm filling it out, I'm just sitting there and I'm talking to myself, saying, Brian, what in the fuck have you gotten yourself into? This does not look like, I mean, it's always almost reminiscent of uh, like a scene from the 78 or 77 um, Texas, Stall Chains Texas Chainsaw Massacre. God damn it, I can't talk for shit tonight. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, you know, the 70s version. And um, I'm thinking to myself, man, something just does not feel right about this place. I feel, um, I feel kind of scared, to be honest. I start looking around. There's bird cages all along on, on the left side of me, in the front of the house, along the windows. There's these birds chirping. You know, they're literally parroting what everybody is saying, what, what anybody says in the house. So if Karen says something, they'll parrot that. If I say something back to them, they'll parrot that. I don't know if they were parrots or not. But they were definitely birds in about four different cages, uh, you know, newspaper lined, uh, you know, just seeds flying everywhere and feces and whatever. <laughs> just a bunch of bunch of noise from these birds. I'm looking around the rafters. I'm looking around the ceilings and, and along the, the roof lines and the corners, cobwebs just everywhere. All the window treatments are just just lacy, you know, white lacy, uh, kind of old school vintage style curtain tree and valances going going around everywhere there's curtains actually separating rooms uh which you know karen was in another room separated as well i could just kind of vaguely see a silhouette of her through the curtain Ooh, again i almost turn i almost turn around i almost go back out the door and say you know i'm sorry karen i appreciate it but i got another appointment i, I forgot about and i gotta get the fuck out of here but I stick around. I'm like, fuck, Brian, you're already here, man. Maybe this is going to help. You know, you're not having any success with any other traditional treatments. Uh, maybe this is going to do the trick. I sit down. I finish filling out the paperwork. Karen comes out and says, I'll be with you in just a minute. Let me grab your paperwork from you. Uh, I'm still getting your, your spot ready. Uh, I'll come back and grab you in a few minutes. Okay. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> so I sit there. Me and this old lady with her foot in the stew. Her feet in the stew, um, you know, bubbling, and you, you can just hear the machine working. <laughs> I'm just, I have all these thoughts running through my head, like all the horror movies I've ever watched in my life, that this is all coming to fruition. I hadn't quite, uh, the movies hadn't quite come out yet, but The Human Centipede now makes a lot of sense to me. And uh, if you've ever seen the movie called Tusk, where uh, the guy is turned into a human uh, walrus, um, now that I look back at it, look back on it, those two movies really resonate with me when I think about this story, when I look back on this time in my life and, and going to Karen's self-improvement center. 
So Karen finally comes back up. And I, when I say up, um, you know, we were on the second level. So we go down this, she went down the stairwell to set up my site or my location or whatever, my, my room. She comes back, comes, comes back up and says, okay, Brian, I'm ready for you if you're ready. So I've got my, you know, pocket knife in my, in my pocket, um, you know, where a pocket knife belongs, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a pocket. <laughs> so I come up, uh, I go down the stairs with my pocket knife, follow Karen down. <clears throat> There's two rooms down there. Um, she sets me up in this one room. She says, okay, go in this room. And basically it's almost like a, it's almost like a bathroom. Um, but maybe the, maybe a wall was taken out and it's a little bit bigger than, than what the bathroom used to be. Uh, let's see if I got a picture on, on, uh, on this website. I think there was something. If I click on, uh, maybe there wasn't. Did I have that somewhere? Let me see if I got that picture here somewhere. Oh yeah, I do have that picture. So we'll, we'll throw this in here. So this is what I'm looking at. This is the room. So if you go to the right of this table, um, there is a sink and I think there was a washer and dryer in there actually. So it might've been a laundry room type thing, but it's, it's almost like I'm in a basement. I go down into this room and she, she, she points me in there. She says, okay, this is your room. Go in. There's a, uh, a gown, you know, medical gown on the table. And she says, okay, disrobe, put this gown on with the opening to the back, go ahead and lay down the table on your left-hand side. And uh, I'll be back in. I'll, I'll come and check on you in a minute. And then I'll knock on the door and we'll come in and we'll get you going. So she closes the door and I'm standing there and I'm looking in the mirror. There's a mirror in there and I'm looking in the mirror saying, Brian, what the fuck are you doing, man? What the hell are you doing? Why are you in? <laughs> why are you Why are you here in this fucking place? And why are you down in this goddamn basement? Nobody's here except some old lady up, up top. Uh, it's just you and Karen. Who the hell knows what's getting ready to happen? I mean, this girl... Karen could come in here. She could fucking put, you know, uh, uh, a cloth over your mouth and you're out. And uh, she's going to do whatever the hell she wants to do to you. Um, she could just come in and just stab you. Um, all, all kind of things are running through my head, through my mind. So I pull my pocket knife out. I pull the blade out. I put it on top of the washing machine. I start disrobing. I'm like, fuck it. You're here, man. You can take care of yourself, um, you know. You're a, a, a black belt in Taekwondo. You've, you have plenty of training. You're, you're in shape. There's no way Karen's taking you out. So you just have to be on your guard. You have to, you know, you have to get the upper hand if she comes in and tries to start something with you. And don't, don't drink anything. Don't take anything. Don't take any pills. Don't take anything that's going to, you know, uh, debilitate you. So I, get, I disrobe. I put the gown on. I put the opening to the back. I lay down the table. I don't quite get onto my left hand side yet. I, I just I kind of sit on the table. And wait for Karen to come back in because I don't want her to blindside. I mean, I've got my, you know, if I'm on my left side, my head's going to be facing the, this curtain that was in that picture. And Karen will come in behind me and I, I won't be able to tell if she hits me with a fucking needle or, uh, you know, if she's got a baseball bat in her hand. I, I won't be able to see anything. So I sit up on the table until she comes in. She comes in. She comes rolling in with this machine, this giant machine, you know, with the hose and the, the input and all this kind of stuff on there. Um, <laughs> she comes in, 
And she's like, okay, are you ready? Well, this is what, what, this is what can happen. So I'm going to have you lay down your left side. You're going to pull your knees up into your chest. Uh, we're going to, you know, really get your colon opened up. We're going to take this little machine. We're going to shove it into, to your anus and to your, to your butthole and to the cavity there. Uh, we're going to introduce some, some warm flowing water. Uh, we're going to have this, uh, machine here. You're going to be able to see this through this clear tube. You'll be able to see anything that is impacted and that gets loosened up and comes out through this thing. And uh, we're going to just try and get you feeling better. So I said, all right, let's do it. She hooks everything up. She, uh, <laughs> she, she puts a little bit of lube onto her, onto her glove finger. She gets me all lubed up, shoves this tube down into my, into my, into my bunghole. Oh, what is on this fucking pre-roll? My goodness. Let me light it up. Hold on one second. I don't know. I can't even get anything out of there right now. So it's fucking sticky. We'll come back to that. So yeah, she gets this thing all impacted into me or not impacted, but inserted into me. And, um, I'm still, you know, facing away, but I'm trying to keep a, keep my peripheral on, on Karen as she's doing her thing down there. She starts flowing some water into me. She tells me just to relax. I'm going to feel some cramping. I'm going to feel a little bit of pressure blah, 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 blah. Um, she wants me just to, to let things go. You know, don't worry about, uh, it's almost like you're, you're feeling like you're going to pass gas or whatever. Don't worry about that. It's just you and me in here. Um, there might be some sounds that happen, you know, don't be self-conscious about it. Just kind of relax, let yourself go, let things flow. And that's what we did. So we sat there for a good 30 minutes or so and Oh my God, it really didn't do anything. I felt a bunch of pressure. I felt a bunch of cramping after, uh, you know, watching some of the stuff, uh, you know, that was coming out. It's almost like in my travel trailer when I hook up my hose for my sewer, for my black tank, my gray tank, and I hook it up into a, to a dump station and I have a, a, a clear, you know, elbow on the end of it that I can see all the stuff that's coming out. It was pretty much like that. It was, it's like watching my, my black tank drain on my travel trailer. And, but it was coming literally from the source out of my asshole, out of my colon, out of my intestines. Uh, so that went on for 30 minutes. Everything came out as it was supposed to. She said, oh, you're getting, we're getting some great uh, activity going on. Oh my God. Yeah. Just let it go. Oh, it's fucking great. Oh, look at that. And she was just enthused by the amount of, um, <laughs> the amount of excrement that was coming out of me. And she thought it was fantastic. <laughs> she was she was more enthused about it than I was, and I said, "Okay, but I, that, you know, it looks good." Got done with it. Um, uneventful. Otherwise, I didn't feel threatened after about the first ten minutes or so. I said, "Okay, Karen is my friend. Uh, she's really here, here to help me out," and uh, we got everything done. She uh, poured everything out, had a little bit of leakage on the table, of course, after that. You know, she had some uh, chucks laid out, some sterile chucks, what they call chucks. You, you've probably seen them if you've been, ever been a patient in a hospital before, inpatient. Uh, they catch everything and keep things from getting on the bed and whatever. So a little bit of leakage. She, she left me, some, left me some, uh, some toilet paper and some wipes to clean up, told me to get dressed, meet her back upstairs, and that's it.
it's not the best story in the world, but at the time when I was texting my buddy Tim and just going through step by step with him, I mean, Tim was like, oh my God, what's happening? What's going on now? What are you doing? Are you still alive? Oh my God, I hope you're okay. So the whole thing just went on and it really didn't help me at all. It was a great experience. I think I spent 45 bucks on it at the time, but I really could have ended up murdered. I could have ended up a human centipede. I could have ended up being a walrus uh, person. It was probably not the best decision I've ever made in my life. I probably would not do it again. I say probably because I probably would do it again, but whew, man, you talk about scary. I was scared to death for my life, but somehow I stayed there. I don't know why. I was just drawn in. Uh, came back up, paid my money. Uh, the other lady was gone. The water was still sitting there and it was dark. I, I left and I sped away from there as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> and I never went back ever again, but probably a boring ass story for you guys. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious now that I look back on it, but it did not help whatsoever. So I would not recommend it. Would not recommend it at all. What's coming up next? Well, I got Mr. Eric Barnett. He is, he, he just did kind of a similar trip to what I did. Not quite as long, kind of the, the speed version of it, but he went out West and uh, is now coming back. He's supposed to be back tomorrow evening. I uh, went to a lot of the same places that I did, not places, but states across the United States and back. And we're going to get together and do a podcast. Not sure if we're going to do it here in the trailer, if we're going to do it remotely, if we're going to do it outside somewhere, do it at his house, uh, find a, 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 a neutral location to do it somewhere around the low country. But we want to get together and just kind of kick around different ideas and, and experience, um, see what our two different experiences were and see how similar they were and how different they were as far as our trips across the United States and back. So, uh, may head up to Oak Island here this weekend and maybe up to Virginia, maybe even further than that, maybe Virginia beach and, and maybe up into the Northeast even further for the next, uh, couple weeks or so. I've got some time between appointments after I have my phlebotomy this Friday. So going to get on the road a little bit and just kind of do, Excuse me, do some traveling with my new tires that I have on my on my trailer that I bought. And uh, get laid out of here for a little while and see if we can go visit some, some people in some places and see some things while I have the opportunity. Possibility I may, at the end of April, after I get done with my last appointment in April, before I have to, to go back and do some stuff at the end of May, possibly going to Belize down in Central America. So stand by for more information on that and... Uh, if I do, of course, I'll be doing some stuff from Belize. But hope you enjoyed this story. I don't know. Now that I tell it, it doesn't seem as, as fascinating or as fun or as exciting as, as it does in my head. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it a little bit. If not, you know, whatever, guys. To each their own. But <laughs> I thought it was a good story. And I wanted to tell everybody about it. If you haven't had a chance yet, go out there and follow uh, Punch List MMA. They're doing great stuff, and I really enjoy those guys. I, I listened to their podcast live last night on YouTube, so those guys are good. 
All right, I'm going to finish up my old fashioned and I'm going to try and see if I can get this thing lit. It seems like maybe there's a little bit of this resin or whatever inside the, the filter and I couldn't, I couldn't get any air to draw through there to even get this thing lit. So I'm going to see if I can get that thing going. And hopefully the next time that uh, we talk, it'll be with, with Mr. Eric Barnett. So, all right, peeps. Looks like my uh, my camera is frozen anyway, as always. I don't know why this fucking thing freezes all the goddamn time. This one does not. So if you're looking at me right here, I'm live and I'm looking good. <laughs> Besides this fucking beard. So we'll talk to you soon, guys. Enjoy your day, your afternoon, your week. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.